two, one. We actually started recording at the, about the two mark, but uh, here we are. First podcast. Fuck <laughs> right. yeah. All right. So, yeah, introducing myself. I'm uh, Shemis Bourget, aka Brokast Borg, aka whatever the fuck you want to call me. And uh, over to my frontness over there. I am Matt Smith, aka Schmeet, Smitey, Big Schmidt. Woo, we need, All them ones. we need some buttons that are like crowd. Yeah. Anyway. But um, yeah, here we are. So we're starting a podcast. We don't really know where we're starting. We're giving it a crack. We're going to see what happens. It's all very fresh waters. That's for sure. 100%. Um, so first things first, we actually, because we didn't know what we were doing, we put out a little bit of a thing on, pod, on uh, Facebook. Got a little bit of a, probably a bigger reaction yeah, than expected. Yeah, got a massive reaction. To be honest. Um, Huge. <clears throat> yeah, so that was good. And the main outlook on it was a lot of people probably wanted to talk about things like mental health, um, depression, yeah, shit like that. There was, yeah, all of it. There was, there was a lot of different sort of questions in there. A lot of stuff about might die, a lot of stuff about us two. Personal. Yeah. Personally. Um, and I think that's where we're going to start it. We thought it'd be best. Yeah, to crack off from those points, I guess, especially obviously the first one being the first and there's going to be fresh people on this platform so introducing ourselves and telling a little bit of our story i guess makes sense and it is what people have hit us up yeah we've definitely had a, know. a few people yeah that's been a big question how do you guys know each other where's your friendship come from i mean we've and i will say we have yeah. answered these <laughs> questions the like thing. i don't know what you're listening to but it's not our shit a lot of these <laughs> questions that have been asked have been sort of answered, but at the same time, we can go into a lot more detail about them. So I guess that's probably where we're going to start on this whole thing. It's pretty much going to be more the story of me and Schmidt, where we started, where we... Personal. Well, our, I guess a little bit of our personal life and who we are and stuff, and then how we got to know each the other. First and then time, our, and then the second time, and that'll make sense when we explain it. Well, yeah. there was two times of that <laughs> happening. A, it all sort of went around in circles a couple of times, to be honest. There's yeah. all sorts. Yeah, it was crazy craziness, but we'll we'll get into that. We'll definitely get into that. Um, so yeah, I guess that's basically as good as a rundown as we could give to what we're going to do and what we're about to start and all that in the podcast itself and this episode. So I reckon we crack into it. Uh, I I reckon we just get into it and see how it goes. Um, well, how, where do we start, I guess? Introducing ourselves, like yeah. I'll let you, since it's the Might Die podcast, um, take the reins and explain yourself and your story and, yeah. Yeah, alright, so yeah, I'm just, I'm, sh- I'm, you know, I'm Shamus Bourget, real name Shane Borg, but uh, yeah, just a kid from Melton, grew up in Melton, as that's the same as Old Schmidt over here, but anyway, um, yeah, got a younger sister, grew up, me old man does... Works on cranes. My mum works at, behind the desk at a school. Um, his sister's a dope-ass fucking cook. And, yeah, we just sort of grew up in Melton. Normal sort of family that does normal sort of stuff. Um, you obviously had bikes and stuff as yeah, a Yeah, I, I guess I was lucky enough in that sense that my old man grew up riding bikes. So he bought me a bike at a young age. I think I was two or... Three or four or something like that. I got a QR50 and you know learned to ride at a pretty young age, which is pretty good and awesome. And you know that's very thankful for it. Yeah, 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 definitely, hundred percent. Um, 
and yeah, you know, bit into the, the sort of car kid. scene. My old man was always into the car scene. Me, me and my old man had a little bit of uh, like my old man's half Maltese or pretty much all Maltese. Yeah, pretty pretty Maltese anyway. And um, mum's full Aussie, so you know, me and my old man had had our had our thing. We're probably not going to get into that this episode. We'll wait till we've gone a few episodes till we start talking about that. Few headbutts and whatnot. We yeah, but we had our headbutts and stuff that. To be honest, I'll, I can confidently tell you now that, that a lot of that shit is completely fucking over from a few things. But like I said, we'll get into that in later dates. But um, yeah, so I moved out pretty early in my... I think I was 19 when I moved out of home. Lived at a joint with a mate for a bit and then pretty much came home a couple of times in and out and stuff. But yeah. Because you had to. Because like I, yeah, I, I hit... Yeah, to a to a point yeah i think so boots of all of it you know you just hit those points where you realize you got to do what you got to do yep um because i guess at that point you weren't really like pumped to be going home oh you're never really pumped to be going home once you've left yeah back to your parents yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 which yeah i can definitely say 100 percent um yep. for many different reasons but yeah yeah and then um obviously amongst all this i sort of always was filming my friends do dumb shit and ride bikes and all that, always wanted to make movies and sort of same time having a brand all the time and wanting to have a bit of a name and crew and clothing and all that sort of stuff. And that's just kept going this sort of whole time since I was a kid. I've always sort of had it. I was doing it in high school. Like, you know, it was just, just sort of always been there. I've always been a little bit artistic even before everything i guess you know like i was painting and I always, was, always always like oh, i knew you're always a little bit weird in that sense <laughs> when when we were young kids like, I was yeah. like, what's, what's this dude's deal like what's his little bit of a curve he's got on everything there like yeah, was, yeah it was just you you loved your art and painting shit making shit and yeah yeah but um and then yeah i guess that's i don't know that's a quick rundown of me and who so I that, am. So that got us to, you know, your teenage years. Well, yeah, and then obviously I grew up as a trap, as a, I, I left school at, in year 10, I guess. Um, went to a sign writing a, a apprenticeship, pretty much. Well, pre-apprenticeship where I actually went to school for six months and, and, and learnt it before I got a job. Got a job out of that. Was a sign writer for however long, three years or whatever, in and out, different sorts of jobs, doing different things, installs, making signs, pretty much all sorts of different stuff, raps, did all that sort of thing. Um, finished that off. Well, there was a point where I actually stopped. I, I don't know, I like lost my job and didn't, and I was halfway through. Something happened and I was like, well, I'm not working, so I'm going to go back to school and actually finish my apprenticeship. I hadn't yep. like quite got there with the work, yep. but ended up finishing it anyway through school-wise. So like finished me sign writing apprenticeship. Ended up doing like all sorts of stuff, you know, work, got, went in the city and worked with me old man, laboured, laboured in the city for... Yeah, I guess long. the question... Like, I've concreted, I've worked with mates, Chippy and you when you yeah, Chippy yeah. and... That's we would, why I guess when you were doing your apprenticeship... Yeah. Signing, did you? I, I don't think I've ever asked this. Have you? Were you ever like, well, I'm gonna run my own shit, I'm gonna have my own business as a signee? No, no, at any point no, of your apprenticeship, I don't, I don't, were you just like, I'm doing this because, like, why did you do your apprenticeship? Because it was like the only arty trade there was, sort of, I yeah, think. okay, like it was the only 
It was the only... I don't know. And I guess that's what we're because all doing. We, were in, we, we came from like the western suburbs and you had to get a trade. Yeah, like you, you get a trade. That's you, all you, you knew. It was like you get a trade. Yeah. Like there wasn't like... I mean, there was, but it was like... I, I was a dropout too though. I wasn't going to go to like art school and be a fucking graphic designer. And yeah. That was probably where I wanted to go, but it was always like... But you can also do that in sign writing. That's what you're doing anyway. Yeah, you just and don't you need get to, a trade. Yeah, you got a trade behind you. I guess that's sort of weird when you look at it like that. But mm. Yeah, because yeah, I don't think I've ever asked you personally if you were going to do that and thought you were going to set nah, out. No, well, even sign. Even when I was doing it, I was sort of like, I don't really like this. Yeah, you weren't sure. You're still making your mind up. Yeah, your whole way through your apprenticeship. Because yeah. I know I was a chippian. Yeah, I was like, I don't know if I like this. Oh, I really like this one day, and it's like next day, it's yeah. terrible. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, it was. To a I point. mean, yeah, there was certain yeah, points. Yeah, you the get jobs. you get jobs that are like this is a fucking sick job to have, man. Yep. Like, I would never be here and doing this if it wasn't for this job. Yeah. But there was also shit that's like, man, I don't. But I don't, I want as this well shit. for us, we always had other plans, so that made every other job shit because our other plans, yeah, were our jobs. It, it, when we got to that. They're yeah. going to be our jobs. So that's all we wanted to do. So yeah. this shit in between was just a filler to get us to that point. True. And so it was never going to be good enough, I guess. Yeah. 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 And then I guess I did that. And then like once I got out of sign writing, I just sort of did bits of everything. Work with mates. Like literally, man. I, I literally think I did a bit of everything for at least a day. Like yep. plastered, concreted for ages, bit of chippy work. <laughs> Give chippy work and I just <laughs> shout, yeah, shout out Russ. Yeah, right. I still just the remember this I fucking noggin just yeah, coming back and just smashing me in the face, dude. Fuck carpentry, but nah. <laughs> respect to all the homies that are out there fucking putting up houses and shit. But um, <laughs> did yeah, did a bit of that. Like I think I said plastering. Like fuck, you know, I I don't think I did any plumbing to be honest, which I not really no mechanic. Nah, I was alright. That was that jam. I've always had a mechanic jam because that was that's yeah, that that's know. me old man's jam. Like me old man's pretty mechanically, and he wanted sort of. I think he, it was like a big push for me to also be mechanically. Definitely, but definitely. I was actually artistic. E. Yep. And it just jammed. I was like, I don't want to f- fix this dirty car, man. So, so what go, about now? I want to go paint a paint a picture. That or was then film. when you thought and felt that. What about now? Oh, Seems I'm 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 like totally more you're open to it. Yeah, like I'm. It's interesting. Because I'm an adult, I'm 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 an adult, I'm an adult, and I think it it just interests me now. Now I want to understand how and why motors work. Like I don't yeah. want to know it all and and no. be like oh, I'm going to build a motor tomorrow. It doesn't interest me at one bit. No. But to be like oh yeah, not to sound like a dumb cunt half the time because like that's a big thing, you know. Like here I am in this motorsport scene and people are like yeah, I just like put you a, do have I just a, put a new bloody piston and rings in and I'm like well I don't know, really even know what that meant like I do you do of course I do but it's sort I think of, that that's was a really well basic you, example yeah, but it's yeah, like yeah. I don't whatever man and where people like yourself fucking could talk about pistons and rings for <laughs> <days>. <laughs> yeah I love myself a piston and a ring <laughs> and that's uh, it's yeah I guess that's where I was sort of never really into mechanic side it was just sort of like every time I feel like I did anything mechanically I hurt my hands yeah, fucked up. Yeah, yeah. It's didn't just, work. Just not, not my jam. Yeah. But um, and then what else? Probably just did a bit of other stuff here and then. Probably did a lot of fuck all too. And then came across the screen printing job. Yep. 
and that was sort of where I guess everything sort of changed. I was in a position and I like went with it and, you know, I was fucking once again like lucky and grateful enough that Dan, the, my old boss, took uh, me under his wing and sort of said... So just so we can keep like a bit of a timeline as such on it, just for the people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, true. So that I guess got us up to. I'm late twenties now. I'm late twenties. So you're. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll stop it at. You've got screen printing deal for yourself now. So up to that. Well, that would be you? mid. Tw- oh, I think I was mid twenties, working yeah. with Dan. So through all that working with Dan up until you moved out of Dan's and went yeah. to where you are now working. Well, that was you know that was that sort of thing. That business went bankrupt yeah. once again. Like, and that, I think that just comes to like a lot of this shit. And like, the more you realize, the more you look in, like how lucky and yep, blessed I was to like these things to fall into my hands. Yep. Um, as well as it being like super unfortunate for other people. Mm-hmm. Like it's fucking one of those things. But, you know, he went, like that business went bankrupt. Yep. Um, there was like, you know, certain little bits that were like, you know, I was like owed a bit of weeks and this and that. Either way, the bank was coming in to get all this shit anyway. He was good enough to go, bruv, if you can fucking take it take what the fuck you need so you can keep printing your fucking might die shit or whatever and if you want to you know do what the fuck you want take some of my customers like fuck, whatever that's pretty good yeah fully man and really then really good f- that's what we did fucking called a bunch of the boys we all rolled down fucking filled everyone's fucking vans and utes or whatever we could with as much shit as we possibly fucking could mm-hmm. took it all home it was actually funny man like the fucking dudes rocked up as we were leaving they are like what is to doing? get the shit yeah well they were sort of just inspectors and we were like Man, I work here and some of this shit's mine or something. We just bullshit it. Yeah. <laughs> it was just sick. Anyway, so then, I yeah, I, I was working out of my old man's shed. At the start, I was actually still working with the chick that used to sort of work in there too. She yep. was, you know, like dealing with jobs and all that sort of stuff. So, like, she ended up taking on a bit of her own shit and she was getting me jobs at the start. And, like, that was sort of how the ball got, a, got rolling at the very start. Mm-hmm. And then I guess I sort of just started doing a few here and there for mates that had businesses that I guess were like fucking good enough cunts to be like, fuck yeah, I'll get Borgs to print me shit, you know? Um, And then that word of mouth grew and everyone that I, like most of my sort of close mates and shit now of all, if they've got their own businesses, I've probably printed their shirts. If I haven't, what the fuck's going on, bruv? (laughs) (laughs) I bet you feel bad now if you still listen to this and you've got a business and I haven't printed your fucking shirts. But anyway... And then that's, I guess that's what I'm doing now. I'm, I've, I'm printing t-shirts for continuing on with my brand that I guess I've always sort yep, of had. For yourself. That. Yeah. Under your own roof. Yeah. You, you work for yourself. Under yeah. my parents' roof to a point. I li- you know, yeah, so we, it's under, let's say under the family's deal. Under, the, yep. under your family. Yeah. So it's all for yourself and that'd have to be a pretty fucking good feeling, right? Oh, 100%. Like you've got Sometimes you've got to Like pull yourself back on it Because it gets pretty Fucking gnarly You know yeah. You have your days But like when you stop but And it, think it about It get gnarly both ways Being like Hectic job Like having your deals That you know Dealing with people Yeah uh, You're ordering Yeah You're getting that on point Like you got all your Your jobs that makes it hectic Yeah And then you got your things That make it good Yeah Um. Uh, but I guess it's just In an overall sense You've got your own business And that's fucking killer Yeah And you know Like it is It It You know It, it I rely on myself to, for the, at the end of the day. Yep. If I'm not working, I'm not making money. Like that can be a good thing and a bad thing. If I'm not working, yep. that gives me time to do whatever the fuck I want. Yep. It can but be if a... it also means that I might not be able to pay rent that week, yep. so I've got to at least work fucking one day or two days or yeah, three like days. Or... Regardless of how hard 
it is to sometimes get yourself motivated and give yeah. yourself the push there's a push and there's you a reason to, to be yeah. motivated because there's that whether it's you know you're making yeah. hundred and however much dollars to make yeah ends meet just to pay your rent and yep. feed yourself yep so yeah i guess and i guess in a normal job when you're working for somewhere else someone else it's the same deal like yeah and like i just i just i'm just i've worked for someone else so i've done that grind and like i think that was probably one of the most depressing fucking things for me so like wake up every day and get in my fucking car drag myself to something that i didn't know or to be honestly give a fuck about, fuck about yeah. you know you know i don't give a fuck about this cunt's fucking bp sign or yeah. he's fucking Fully. i don't i couldn't give a, i don't know this cunt he doesn't give a fuck about me 100% here i'm hanging out of a fucking boom putting the cunt's fucking sign in like fuck this shit yeah but at the same time you know like there was also points where i knew that like that's the only way you've got to do things sometimes like f i there was points where i knew i had to live that life for a little bit there and i did it like i went back to it because i knew to, to set myself up yeah. to be able to do what i'm doing now yeah, you definitely. know like it's not it's not all but it's like a it's a gateway that life yeah, the door's not gonna you open just don't itself. you just you don't have to open don't it. stay there because it'll fuck you up bad yep. that shit just that's that's the biggest so, and like they're just tapping on that like fucking nine to fives will fuck you up yep. like you need to look after yourself yeah that's what i was gonna say an overall point on that is just fucking be happy guys yeah. like do something that you wake up in the morning and are almost excited to get out of bed for and be paid to do that if you can find that you're laughing as in i guess as such and it might sound like ridiculously hard and stuff, but like it truly isn't. You just you've you've got to really, really find yourself. It's the it's the biggest key. Yeah, because I guess just to touch lightly, we've had a lot of people ask some pretty in depth questions and deep shit. Yeah, and that's a, a very light answer to all of them. I like it, it, it falls under all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and that's just and we're going to touch on this in depth over another podcast. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's just lo touching lightly on it. That's an overall thing. Like, find yourself, do something that makes you happy. And I'm telling you, a lot of your fucking shitness will disappear in life. Yep. Yep. So good. Yep. So, all right. So, and then that's pretty much where I am so, now. That's what I'm doing now. Now I've got my own, it's sort of yep, all collaborated. I pull you back before you go any further. All right. I've got something else. I guess people want to know about where the fuck were you living? through your 20s what were you doing there like, oh that, that yeah, was a well, pretty big point man like and a lot of people know it and well, know not a lot about that, it. it does that do we just get into that when we start talking about us yeah okay fair because we need we to get already, into you yeah we can uh, we can talk about the us thing because what we did the majority of that is all of it yeah <laughs> yeah um so yeah, okay. start so you 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 finalize up to now date basically of where you're at and we're working for myself um printing t-shirts for whoever as well as having the brand on the side as well as doing videos and making content that yep hopefully entertain people just being an all-around mad cunt trying to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's a hard deal yes yeah, it can be sometimes <laughs> yeah but um uh, yeah right on it's your turn dude tell us fucking who you are and what you do in that yeah cool well um righto so basically, my name's Matt Smith, um, Smitey, Schmidt, and 
I come from Melton, Australia, and yeah, that's basically where I grew up. Um, I have a sister, um, mum and dad, obviously. Uh, just a small family of four. Dad owns and has done, owned his own moto mechanic workshop, um, moto shops his whole life, um, does to this day. Um, mum works, has worked in the moto shops prior and then also she works for Spotlight. Um, my sister, she's a legend and she's a bit of a, uh, what would you say, like she does... She I don't know the right words. She did a lot of beauty therapy stuff to begin with but now she's into your natural um, healing, a lot of yeah. your natural yeah. healing stuff yeah. like yeah. Uh, holistics, all that cool shit basically yeah yeah, yeah um yeah. so yeah she's killing it in that setting up her own deal and whatnot getting that going so that's all killer um yeah pretty much went through primary school went into high school dropped out in year 11 um what sort of school did you go to schmidt uh, primary school i went to saint dominic's in yeah Martin i just mean like so like just being catholic like yeah, there yeah, we go. Yeah, both full Catholic schools. Yeah, Catholic I didn't school. know what you were asking there. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, my yeah. point. Full, full well, not that Catholic that like, matters or anything. Like, I, I went to like pub, public, public schools or whatever the fuck they're called. It's just, I don't know, they, they're little details. It's like, oh, Yeah, okay. that was, I guess, my mum's... Did they touch you? No, nah, fuck no. <laughs> nah, <laughs> get them! Definitely not. Um, wasn't anything like that. But me mum's <laughs> Maltese yep. as well, like your dad. Um, and, yeah, mm-hmm. basically she's just got a... Yeah, you know, she's Catholic. Yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. All that, so that's, that's where yeah. where that come from. In in saying that, it, it is quite weird how many um how related sort like not related, but how many um common factors me and Schmidt have about the same thing. Like you know, like we both have a like full Skippy and full Maltese parent. We've both pretty much just got a sister. One, I've got a younger sister. Him having an older sister. Yeah, they're both the same in age apart, but up and down. Yeah. Um, there's lots of other things that I can't actually think of at the top of my head, but there's a lot of just like... Well, were, were we born in the same hospital too? Or were you uh, yeah. born in Mountain South, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah, same deal. Like, born in the same hospital. Like, you know, we're all just... It's all, I mean, we come from the same place, so you'd think that would sort of happen. But anyway. Yeah, it's just a lot There's of just a lot of these weird little things that we like points. relate to each other. But anyway, go on then. That's um, that's You're probably better being about school times. Yeah, so I've... Dropped out, finished three quarters of the way through year 11. So, sorry, I'll go back to uh, Catholic schools and then another Catholic school, like high school, year 10, up to year 10 in Melton and then moved to another school because our Melton school didn't carry year 11 and 12. So yeah. I had to go to another one, Sydenham. So I did year 11, fucking hated the joint because of, you know, culture change, all that different area, so different to Melton. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, didn't like it. Um, so I dropped out and I wanted to basically work and ride my dirt bike. Um, so I wanted to become some, get some sort of trade behind me. So I chose Chippy and um, yeah, and became a carpenter. And that was a big, big push by my pop, dad's dad. He, he was a chippy, mm-hmm. he was a woodwork teacher. So I, I thrived, learned off him as from a young age with all that stuff. So um, kind of chose that because of that. And um, yeah, went through, did my apprenticeship, um, had a few different bosses, but started off with bosses in um, year, what, 
year one, do you call it? Yeah, first year. First year, that's first the one. First year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. First yeah, year, and I yeah. went through then did, and then basically figured out through it, I was just like, yeah, I, I'm not, I don't know if I like this, like Borgs was saying, we'll say with Borgs. It was just basically figuring out whether I liked it or not the whole way through, um, and obviously road bikes. I didn't even mention I've bikes this week. Well, yeah, yeah, I, forgot to, I didn't pull you up. At um, all. Um, so oh, you did that. Your old, your old man owned a bike shop. Owned a bike shop. So, which let's just pull it back a little bit. Leads into you probably having a bike at a young age. Yeah. So I got a bike, a PW50, a QR50, when I was two and a half years old. Started riding that, um, and obviously fell in love with it, and haven't stopped riding since. Um, yeah. So had a lot of different bikes growing up and whatnot, and then. Um, yeah, basically through school, all of that I just spoke about, had bikes, road bikes the whole time, was pushing, I guess, at young teens, freestyle, wanting to do something with it, always thought I am going to do something with it, told everyone I was going to do that. Definitely did. Um, and only pushed for that. I, I yeah, pushed hard for that um, and basically got that in the end. Um, so, yeah, back to... Pretty much apprenticeship, getting out of school, yeah, you're getting, getting out of school and that, and then apprenticeship, doing me, yeah, whole apprenticeship basically, except in my third year, I obviously started riding freestyle by then, and I crashed and had my first big crash and yep. snapped my leg, was in hospital for four weeks with an external fixator around my leg and whatnot, so therefore that didn't allow me to go to trade school because I couldn't put a steel cap boot on. Right. So that, I couldn't even do the theory work that on trade school because they, they wouldn't allow me to sit in the class. Yeah. Um, so therefore that ceased, or what, stopped that process there yeah. for a long time. Yeah. Went back at it, um, went back to school and they basically told me, this was, as I said, third year, they basically told me I had to start all the way back, like from second year at school. I had yeah, to start right. second year all over again. So I said, well, you know what, fuck that. Mm. I'm not going to do that. There's yeah. no chance. Yeah. I'm focused on something else right now, and that's riding. Yep. Um, so I finished my on-site. So I guess I can say I'm qualified on-site. So basically, if I go out on-site, I, I know what I'm doing, but I don't have my ticket. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was where and what I did with work, I guess, to, to get me going in life. Mm -hmm. um, now it was pretty much all about bikes. Yep. Um, yeah, well, after that, well, through that process at the end, there was a big stage in my life was vans. Got yeah. got me first car, van, to get me bike around and then to start travelling my ass around Australia to yep. get me to where I wanted to be. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I got a van, wrote my first van off, rolled the fucking thing, well, front flipped it. Yeah, Joe, I was just going to say, do, do we slow this little, little experience? Because I think that was... That would have to be almost one of you... There was one of the, one of the questions was like... Scariest or biggest, biggest or one of the mo biggest moments. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Life, like, or scariest or one of either. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is that's probably what would have to be one of yours. Yeah, 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 and no, mm. weirdly because I fucking asked it and got away with it so easily. Like the whole process, man, all of it. Yeah, it I didn't just skim so. death and not die and not kill my mate with no, no. seatbelts on. No, like, you like drifted past it with your finger out the window. 
Yeah, and, then, he, got paid, de- and then got paid out for it, dog. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. While death just stood there and watched you fucking sling past. Yeah, like fully. my band was written off, and like I, you know, I, I'll explain it. Obviously, what happened, but yeah, th- there was a lot of key points that just fell into place for me. I was very lucky in that situation. Yeah. Like everything fell into place and kind of became like it just happened. Like the, even the process of getting another car, yeah. getting that car gone, and getting the money for it, yeah. it all fell into place, and it was like. I asked it in that sense. So yep. it was as unlucky it was as was. It was pretty lucky. So I don't really count that. As big as the deal was of front flipping and rolling the car three times sideways. With and your friend back hanging on. out of it. Yeah. Both hands. Woo! Yeah, so... Um, well, back it up. Tell them the story. They need to know what the fuck happened. Uh, I was leaving work. Um, me and my mate, Nick. Shout out, Nick. You're a legend. Fucking nice. Um Driving home from work. <laughs> And yeah, basically cruising, and we're, we're coming up this little rise, and it went from dotted lines. I overtook on the dotted lines; it turned double white solid, and it started going up a bit of a rise. By this stage, you know, I was doing 90 k's by then, 100 k's. Started overtaking, so I'm foot to the floor, fucking gas high ace van, just going nowhere, up a hill. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just vacuum cleaning up the hill. Um. So yeah, and it's going up, and, and it was a four-wheel drive in front of me. So I pulled out around the four-wheel drive, and because it was bigger than me, I couldn't see what was up ahead. And it was a big line of cars. I figured out once I started going around it, yeah. and I did commit to it, and was like, "Oh, I looked over at Nick and kind of like, oh, we're we gonna make it." I said, "Are we gonna make it?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, just like go for it, basically pin it." So I kept going. That's gnarly. Yeah. He is like almost we, like we said. S- are we, we gonna? Are we? Ri- yeah, yeah, yeah. We made the choice to front flip my van. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. Righto. Um. Yeah. So go, still going up this hill, and like I'm on the edge of my seat, like head up against the windscreen, just about like, Ooh, like shit. We're gonna. Yeah. And then this work truck Foot just goes flat to the floor. Yeah, work truck, like a concreter's truck too, pops up yep. like in front. Yeah. I've got nowhere to go because obviously left side. How far away are we talking? Oh, uh, it probably would have been a good, let's say, I'd like to say 150 metres, 150, Like the length metres. of our court? Yeah, probably a bit more. Yeah, so about, probably so about 100 metres. 100 metres, ahead, and they're coming at me, I'm doing 100, he's obviously doing 80 to 100. Yep. So it's happening all pretty quick. Yep. And there so was cars, obviously cars the solid on the left-hand side to get back into that lane. So I've had to get into the opposite side emergency lane, Yep. oncoming side. So I'm braking to try and sl- wash my speed off in a straight line. Sh- fuck tires on the back of the van, um, ball does. So it just started lock. It just locked up. Yep. There was no weight in the back either. And when you lower vans and you push down on your brakes, they lock up easier. Yep. Blah blah blah. All that shit happened. So I un- took my foot off the brake and it straightened back up. I had to brake again. So I braked and it swung sideways. Took my foot off the brake and it just shot me the, f- the way I was. Sh- facing yep. straight into the uh gutter but it wasn't just it was like a so, so you it was be, like into a paddock so yeah you well know, you're out it, it was pretty it was remote it was a pretty remote yeah. area yeah so it was like a bit of a ditch after the road off the road it was a ditch basically with a concrete drain like unlucky the place Drive, where i was like a driveway drain. driveway drain yeah so it was just new put in crushed rock yeah um then a barbed wire fence was it one to have the bars was it one of the? Was it a concrete one with the bars? Like I can't remember. Like no, I think it was just concrete edge with the drain through under the driveway. 
Just the normal, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just hit the fucking side of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I can't fucking remember. I'll get into it, but anyway. After that was like obviously the barbed wire fence. Then in the paddock, there was two massive piles of... Like we were in Rock Bank and it's called Rock Bank for a fucking reason because there's rocks everywhere. Yeah. And there was two massive rock Shit piles dirt in ever. the middle of this paddock I decided to dive through on that day and I went straight through the middle of them. So that was a pretty standout point that I was really yeah. stoked about. Yeah. Um, so yeah, come up and it broke on the brakes. It spun me straight. It, it flicked me straight into the ditch. I went straight down, nose into it and it just went boom and stopped. And it obviously bottomed out and then flipped me that flipped the inertia forward to the roof and it hit on the roof and blew all the windows out, windscreen, all the side but windows. This is sort of all in one, yeah. Like you're like you, you got to like you sort of launched off this you concrete hit ditch. This, the ditch thing, right? You've launched and almost endo jumped this fence. Endo jumped over the fence. Right, yeah. Uh, that's fence. what I was going to say. Like over the fence. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there was like the fence was still up. We yeah. had to help the farmer fix his fence at the end. There's a couple of wires that we had to fix. Otherwise, but it was, was lit- it wasn't off. fucked, yeah. It was literally like the yeah, two top wires. Like you skimmed, skimmed the skimmed the almost fence. Almost snapped them. Yeah, yeah. So you've sort of like endoed this van airborne. Yeah, airborne, jumped the fence, jumped the fence, landed, landed nose down. Well, yeah, basically to the roof. Yeah, yep, nose down to the roof, and it's like hit. Obviously, dug in yep. and stopped. But in that stop, it's blown all the windows out and made a hell of a fucking bang. Mm-hmm. There was, yeah, my amps and subs were in the back. The subs weren't um, screwed down, so they were floor roof, floor roof, mm-hmm. as well as the spare wheel, um, ripping all the wires from the amps on the walls. Um, just making a mess, smashing all the alcohol that we had in the back from the weekend before. Mm-hmm. Um, Driver by claiming they seen the passenger hanging out of the car airborne. Yeah, at one well, point. people were running over to the car when we stopped after the, all the rest of the rolls. Yeah, screaming, "Is anyone alive? Is anyone alive?" When they were running to us. Yeah. Um, so yeah, all the windows blew out, all that fucking shit going everywhere in the cab around us, um, well around me. And then it, it obviously had still momentum and it dug in sideways and flipped three, uh, two times sideways and mm-hmm. landed back on its wheels. Yep. And that's where I kind of come to. So I think I got a little bit knocked out. Both me and Nick didn't have seatbelts on stupidly. Yep. Um, yeah. And so I had the steering wheel to lock into through all this shit. Nick had nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, as Paul said, people were running back over to us and talent when when they realized we were alive and they were talking to us they were saying nick's arms were hanging out you know at, through one roll when we we're airborne in a roll his arms were out the window on the top side then they'd go in on the low side then his legs would come out on the high side then they would go back in on the low side eat both rolls and mm. everything that was going on i reckon it all was happening in slow-mo yeah. it fucking definitely wasn't for me yeah um yeah so and then I, it stopped and it come to a dead halt and I was back on my wheels facing in this paddock in between two rock piles. My, my DVD player was still playing with on the pipe on it. No sound because all the speakers, wires had ripped out of the amps from everything banging around. But just video playing. Just video the, playing. So I'm like, what the fuck's going on? I'm sitting in the seat, front driver's seat, hands on steering wheel, head cocked to the side like ear touching my shoulder basically because my roof's on the other side of my head pushing me down caved like i was just sitting there and it wasn't jamming me wedging me nothing it was just up against me it was just enough yeah 
Um, and I looked over and Nick wasn't there. I was like, get fucked. Holy was shit. Was the door open? No. Nah. I was like, get fucked. So he's crawling out the window. The door couldn't open, I don't think, man. Yeah, right. He crawled out the fucking window. Yeah. He got out something. I don't know. I don't know if he knows. Mm. Um, and and then, yeah, I, I was like, holy fuck, I've just killed me, like, one of my best mates. He's gone. Like, yeah. I just killed him. And then I kind of look up as much as I can back to this straight view. And then I see him because I couldn't look over. I didn't really have a side window. My window was crushed to my head. Yep. And I kind of looked over and Nick was standing outside there telling me that we'd just rolled me van. <laughs> so I was like, for what the fuck has just happened? I'm tripping hard. Yeah. And I'm like, realize what's going on. So I climb out and then there's people coming around yelling, anyone alive, anyone alive? And they realized and they're telling us all this. And then they smell the alcohol. They're like, you're drunk, you're drinking. I'm like, nah, it's in there from the weekend. Don't worry. Yep farmer comes and he's like oh he's right this happens to me fucking all the time yeah, if you right. help me fix me fence i won't call the cops so we're there fixing fences <laughs> in the fences. meantime yeah, yeah, i've yeah. rung one of the boys matho shout out matho um how to, we to were all we were the all there's a bunch of us together when yeah you used, all him. you boys we were, were the factory. together like as yeah. we always are if that's you yeah know, we're not doing much we're always yeah chilling yeah. so i've rung matho all the boys are together and they're like you know full safety crewed it come out and res yeah responded whatever that word is responded yeah responded that one me and to me and nick's call fucking they're out there so this is all happening me and nick is still fixing the fence while they're on their way because i didn't want the cops to come because if they did then insurance would have got you know involved all that and i my tires were fucked on my van and that i was full on the dodge and i was like i'm out yeah so matho come get me he got there quick enough van on yep fence fixed Tow truck out of there let's gone go. and yep. not even an ambo came and all these people you know like oh man that would have been gnarly scene oh, to yeah. see yeah. Yeah. holy shit i would have called an ambo first thing no mm. motherfucker gave a shit yeah it seemed like yeah that was sort of weird that nothing like no one and, just you know, I would have been there for a good half an hour, 45 afterwards, for sure, hour at least, waiting for you to come with the yeah. trailer. You had to go to Hornbow, get the fucking thing. Yeah. We were fixing fences. Yeah. <laughs> there, was, there was time involved. So, yeah, all yeah, that no got shit. out of there. I rang bloody insurance, got all that. They didn't even come out and inspect the site. I got paid and it was basically happy days after that. So, it, gnarly and scary as it was and full on i guess it all happened pretty smooth as i said before so yeah yeah all that that that's a big standout point i guess yes to talk about story in my life yeah um of what happened so basically that was through my apprenticeship days and yeah. all that yeah you, you know were, you were through, on your way home from work eh? yeah i was on my way home from work so although through these apprenticeship days clearly because nick one of your best mates was in the car with me i worked with all my good mates as well yeah. i guess you know matho and nick and there was there was a bunch of people through all that in all the different things i did um yeah i worked so it was pretty cruisy it was always good um but there was always that one goal inside of what i wanted to do and yeah. that was that was right and, and that i, I guess what like came after that first yeah. accident sort of yeah like once you yeah well i was already pushing hard for the right yeah. thing but once the that, whole like I guess what they sort of said, you're not coming back to trade school. Yeah, you're not it coming was back like, to trade well school. Then I was fuck like, it. Well, well, not so much fuck it. I'll, I'll, f I'll finish it at some point because I don't know how far this is going to go, yeah. if it goes anywhere. But be fucked if I'm not pushing for it right now because yep. this is the time to do it. Yep. And that's all I was kind of caring about at that point. And 
yeah, it was just like I, I kind of said to myself, "You gotta make, gotta make something of this because if if you don't, well, then you're gonna be fucked on both sides because you don't have your trade now." Yep, it's a bit more of a push, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, all that stuff. So, so then, how did it go from from being a dream to like living the dream? Uh, and, and what, yeah, so I was, you know, this is, that's probably up to my early 20s, we're talking now, got me vans and that, had me first crash, that was in 2006, um, I think at age 18, so 19, 20, 21, 2008, and 2009, I turned 21, and mm-hmm. I, in 09 or 10, did I go up and out? Nine. Early ten. Early ten. Yeah. So two thousand and ten, uh, twenty one. Yeah. Um, by up up to then, me and Matho pretty much rode a whole bunch of shows. Uh, the jet boats here in Melton. Um, got a little bit of. Uh, we we rode a couple of comps. We went up to Bathurst in two thousand and eight and rode the. What was that? Australian Nationals or na- uh, National? Fuck! What was that called? F- F- FMX Nats. FMX Nats. FMX Nats. Yeah. Um, in the amateur ranks and ended up taking out first and second. I won. Matho got second. Fuck yeah! On sixty-five foot, our we first amateur that comps. Trip too. That was the dopest trip. Yeah, that was rad <laughs> as man. I was on a high, winning <laughs> like yeah. Everything man. Whoop, whoop. Met Chook that night. Met heaps yeah, of mad dogs heaps that of night. Legends that night. Yeah. Sick crew. Gutsy was there yeah, with it was us. Me. It was and it was like me, you, Matho, Black Boy, Gutsy. Yeah. Uh, fuck. Yeah. Okay, yeah, good shit. So yeah, it was, yeah, that was a good trip. So yeah, we did that 08 and then kept pushing 09, 2009. That rode heap of jet boat shows. Didn't really do any more. Oh yeah, no, we we rode King of the Coast as yeah, well. King of the Coast. 2006, I rode yeah. before I broke my leg or after I broke my leg. Oh, before. So yeah, before. there was two. There before there was two King of the Coast before FMX Nats. Then did FMX Nats. Then there was a heap of jet boat shows, no real comps as such down through here. a year or so down, down here. here. And then I, 21, 2010, yeah, had me 21st down here. That was pretty cool, Pimps and Hoes party. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was out to Gold Coast um, to live and chase, chase, yeah, what I wanted to do. And I guess I moved as well. I moved in a time that I was injured. I I did my wrist and shoulder down here and yeah. that was that was at Frankston track yep yep um snapped me wrist had to get that bone grafted and plated um and tore the rotator cuff off my left shoulder by 30 mil and I had to sew that back um and yeah so that Sucker was a punch the shit out of your own face too. yeah and me face yeah blew some <laughs> bottom teeth out with my librette ring the that tops of them brutal. yeah smashed and broke me nose black eye instantly black eyes um yeah so that was full on and that took ages 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 for me to recover and that was due to in the end the start of my the real start of my addiction to Bully. oxycontin yeah. um, opiates all that stuff yeah, and even, yeah, like I I've sort of said to you, I reckon that was the first after that crash and just you, but you in a sling 
is for the, so long. Yeah, is the reminder of me of like, why is this gun? This gun can't still be sore mm-hmm. and, and still be needing mm-hmm. this shit. This gun's fucking. Yeah, well, that, that was obviously. The and it was. I reckon it still would have even been sort of thrown around, but it was just sort for of sure, ignored. For sure, for sure. And my my that was the the stage, the first stages of my brain rewiring itself to tell me, tell me that I was always in pain. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was pretty full on that whole process, and I, I've spoken on that as such my whole addiction and shit. Um, a couple of times I've done my own stories, uh, videos, there on my own personal YouTube, um, and we've done a podcast on, oh, and, yeah. and that's on my die YouTube channel. Yeah, uh, my die production YouTube channel. Um, so yeah, that's out there. I won't go right into it, but I will touch on a couple of things, I guess. Just as we're going, as through. we're going through this stage. Um, so anyway, you moved to Queensland. What the fuck happened in Queensland? Where'd you start off in Queensland? You've left Melton, little fucking town down in on the yep, outskirts of left, Melbourne. Gone up there to live to by the myself. Fucking Gold Coast, man. Gold living Coast. the dream, dog. Um, so I, my sister was living on the Gold Coast at that point. Moved in with her. Um, was living there for probably a year or so crazy i guess because when i at the end of living with my sister i had my first run-in with like i guess getting off medication and mm-hmm. how hard it was yep um she took me to a doctor oh, i was fucked i was withdrawing i couldn't eat i couldn't sleep i couldn't eat uh, talk mm-hmm. walk none of that yeah i remember that shit. um so she took me to the doctors and her doctor and i remember her doctor being really pissed off with me and you know, saying she's not going to give me anything and then realised it was pretty bad and gave my sister a box of endone. And so, yeah, she got she got me off it at that point. And that was from the, the shoulder and wrist. Yep. And that was just that one injury as such um, yep. that, that I was really hooked on the shit from. Yeah. So it was really hard to come off, but nowhere near as hard as what I'd just done 10 years later. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, I moved out after that. I kind of was fresh again and felt good, and I, I moved out. I met a bunch of dudes um, on the Gold Coast. Um, yeah, Matt Lindors, Chris Peck, Sammy Balnaves, um, and they were little, They were all living together at HQ yep. at the time, 14 Islander. Yep. It was a killer joint. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, 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 got, I moved in there. The boys said, you know, you want to move in, whatever. I did. We were all living together. It was a sick joint. It was the hub for, I guess, freestyle motocross at that point on the coast. There was people coming and going, all sorts. It was it mm. was cool as fuck. Definitely. Um, to be around there in that time. And, yeah, so I moved in with them. And basically from then on, it was on. It was ride time between yeah. all of us. Yep. Um, th- especially that lived in the house. It was on between all four of us. That like competition. Competition, just joking around. So then that fueled the fire just on the day-to-day basis that whenever we would go ride, which yep. was every day yep. for myself anyway. Yep. Um, yeah, so I moved in there for my sisters and was just killing it. Life, everything, loving it. Um, yeah, basically riding all these new places, riding with all these dudes and yep. all these people I've kind of a lot of people that I'd looked up to for many years and yeah <clears throat> yeah it was sick in that sense and got friendly with a few of the dudes that owned compounds and it was pretty accessible so I was basically riding every day um then met up with Solly Kane Saul shout out Solly he's a legend um me and him basically rode for it was probably a good year and a half two years nearly every day together yeah, um right. flat out we, we would always ride 
Um, so that was always sick for me because Solly was always one up on me. He was doing things I wasn't wanted to do, so it was just a push. Yep, yep, and sick. he's a cunt. Yeah. He, he loves to push in fucking all the wrong ways and piss people off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that was good. It was always like, you know, you'd be getting told if you weren't looking sharp or weren't yeah. with something you were trying to improve on. Yeah. So that was, yeah, it was always sick. Always people that would look out, but they were hard when they needed to be, but they were all good dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, so it made it, yeah, that little bit more cool to be there and be riding with all these people and getting along with them. And, yeah, um, so I guess that's where all the freestyle bug, the real push to do something with it really come upon me. And I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to push and push and push now. Um, and then basically, yeah, we're riding with Solly heaps. And then we were going to Shoey's heaps. So that meant out to Shoeyville. So that Is meant this that all was before like comps and shows and stuff? You're not do, really doing any shows or anything yet? Um, or, or yeah. Comps? Early days of RFD. Yeah, or, so, or was so, there a couple of years there where all you did was just ride to get good? Yeah, okay. So sort there was of. probably a couple of comps before this, like RFDs, uh, rounds. Yep. Like, um, So in 2010 was the first one I rode. Yep. That was... So that was the year after you moved there? Yeah. The year you oh, moved sorry, there? Oh, sorry, 20... It might have been, I'm sure it was 20... So that means I might have... I think I did move there in 2009. Well, either way, it was one year off of that. Whenever I moved there, it was the year after I rode the next the, the next RFD that was on. I think it was eleven. It was it would have been 2011. Because I swear we were, because like we were all two. That's 2010. There you go. It says 2010. Yeah, so I moved there. So that, well, that's the first one. That's the first one. Um, because well, did I didn't ride oh nine. What well, did you move there early 2010? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I did. Because like, you were early. here, you were. You 09, were here. I was here for my 21st. 09, that's yeah, what I mean. And like the the premiere was December 09. We had we had 09, 010 New Year's together down here. That yeah. was that was Bundy. Yeah. 09, 010 New Year's. Oh man, it's such a blur. It's such a fucking blur. So much happened. Fully. Um, yeah. Well, anyway, I I was riding comps then, like RFDs. Yeah, so, um, so you sort of as soon as you got there, there was comps and shit happening. Yeah, yeah. So and and I yeah I was so I was in and around it with all the underground crew for for a couple of years before I started reaching out. But you know I was still riding at Bayards all the time, yeah. and that was through Sammy and Lindors and that crew, and obviously riding there, yep. all the other dudes were there, and I'd met them, and that's where I'd linked up and went from there. Yep. So yeah, heap of a couple of years of RFDs riding at Bayards, and basically that was that was me on the Gold Coast, and then you know meeting the likes of Solly, um, Shuey, shout out Shuey, uh, riding at his joint up in Boona all the time, Callum Shaw's place now. Yep. Um, and that joint was epic. That was dirt hits. That was sick. So that was just another step up on riding. So that that improved me again on everything because I was riding with all these dudes and I was pushing on 75-foot ramp to dirt anyway. Yep. And then just dirt to dirt, big natural stuff, step ups, all that. I was like, holy shit, like why wouldn't I do this? Um, like push to do this more, you know, because I've got the facilities now, the people around to help, um, all that. So basically, yeah, it just drove me more and more and more. Um heap of more of that riding and then a lot more i was doing shows pretty frequently and consistent obviously paying mm-hmm. um paying yeah me to live um because that's i needed that somehow yep. so yeah i was riding shows and then 
I uh, got hit up to go to China to do a couple of overseas gigs. Um, mm. Did so, yeah, that. Like you took your, you, you, you know, definitely took you overseas. You did some things that were Yeah, sort of yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I, I, I rode Krusty show, so that was one of my things that I always said. I, I remember being young as and being like, I, I tell my mum and dad, I'm going to ride I'm going to ride one of these. Like, I'm going to ride Krusty Demons. I'm mm. going to do that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, thanks again to Solly. He hooked it up when the Krusty show was going around. Um, and I rode, I uh, got asked to go up and do the Bundaberg show. So I went up and did that. Um, yeah, so there, there was all that going on. So I, I've ridden Krusty now, I guess. So there was almost like a, a check on the box there. Um, and then it was going overseas with it. Yep. taking it overseas and being able to go over there and just experience a bit of travel, you know, and all that and yeah. do it because of riding. And, yeah. I, and I didn't pay for a, sin- a thing and it was sick. Like, uh, it was it was awesome. It was living the dream as such. Yep. Um, 100%. But, yeah, obviously, through all this, my opiate addiction was getting thicker and thicker through all this time. Yep. Um, so, unfortunately for me... <laughs> and you guys, because I can't tell the stories as in depth, because I can't remember a whole lot. Mm. It's 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 there, and when people trigger things, I'll then remember. But for me to just off the bat, when I'm trying to explain a whole lot of stuff, like mm. even I've done it already, like through all of what I've just spoken about, yep. I, I've missed out so much. So yep. there's heaps heaps more to it, I guess. It's just how I could you could sit here for fucking hours, man, mm. and it'd just be like, dude, shut the fuck up. Yeah, I don't care anymore. Yeah, 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 I know. As I'm, hectic yeah. as it is, I don't care. Yeah, 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 100%. Um, so I guess I'm trying not to bore you as such, because, yep. uh, yeah, so... So then I guess it goes to like, all right, so you bloody were living the dream. There yep. was a little bit of a fucking demon on your shoulder. Yeah, still. What, what... What then stopped that, like, obviously, which which has been talked about in other shit, you know, you've obviously, like, you know, like going on your crash, you sort of had that one big crash. That well, sort of not just one, no, that's well, what yeah. I think a lot of people have, yeah. um, don't know and just, um, uh, it's miscommunication, I guess, that I haven't spoken about it a whole lot, I have, but I, I maybe I don't elaborate on it enough for it to be like a, a known thing, it's just like, oh, you've had one kind of crash and, yeah. like, nah, like, as you know. Yeah, personally, like I, I've punished my legs. Like my legs are fucked. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah the, the, the the last breaks I had, which were both at the same time, like they really were bad breaks, and they were had on top of. I think I'd broken my left leg prior to the last breaks. Um, probably anywhere it was like anywhere from six to seven times on the left, and I think it was eight, seven or six to eight on the right. Mm. individual like breaks and there was only two out of those breaks that i didn't get surgeries like need surgeries and operations the rest of them i was operated on under the knife like the whole lot so there was a lot of a lot of a lot of hospitals surgeries from 2006 i had my first one um then 07 i had another crash 08 like 2006 all the way through pretty much every year up until uh 12 or 13 well 13 I, I did m- both my legs my last one i basically broke or had some sort of recurring or new surgery operation crash through all of it like yeah, it carried right. through like it, it pretty much went one for one with the years and crashes like i 
I was at some point broken, injured. And what, like always on your feet? Uh, yeah. Besides, Apart from that one, that early wrist, shoulder one. Besides my wrist and my shoulder, I'd done, other than that, I've had my knee, my left re knee constructed and my right. Um, both shoulders reconstructed. But obviously, as I said, the first one was from that one crash. My right reconstruction in my shoulders was because it used to just dislocate and come out like I could be in a ruler and it would dislocate and I'd land and pop it in and keep riding. Like it come out that frequent, it did, didn't even hurt. I could put it in and everything on the go and it would be sweet. Yeah. But it became dangerous, it had come out that much, so I got it fixed. Mm-hmm. So that was a, another Rico. Um, so yeah, between both shoulders and knees and one wrist, the left wrist, everything else is in my legs. And like, that, yeah, there's, there's been legs and feet. Like my feet, one, my left foot has been crushed. I've crushed all five metatarsals in it. Um, that was one of the ones that didn't need surgery. But everything else is just basically leg bones moving, you know, pushing around that they've needed to manipulate in surgeries and fix again. So mm-hmm. that, that was all happened and gone on. And like I said, the first one was a fix, an external fixator around my leg for four weeks in hospital because I pushed the tib and fib into my right foot and they needed to pull the foot and the leg apart enough so it mm. could still grow and things. So they put the fixator on it. Mm-hmm. That was in 06. So that, that was the one that cracked me off into the injuries, I guess. Um, and then the last one in 013, like 2013, my last injury, I broke both legs at once and... I dislocated both feet around the foot pegs on first impact and that was a case on a portable lander mm-hmm. and then because I was had the throttle wide open um, it was on stopper it, it hooked up when I cased on the top of the ramp and wheelied off the top deck and I threw it and ghosted the bike off the top deck with dislocated feet and floated yeah, to the like, bitumen yeah. on flat ground and f- then flattened my feet and pushed tib- both tibs and fibs into the bases of my feet Mm-hmm. But on my left foot, I landed on my tippy toes. So that then caused the Liz Frank fracture. So then that fractured from my toes up to my ankle long ways and widened my foot. Hectic. And then my right foot squashed in the navicular and talus joint. They're the bones I broke in that one, on that one, yep. as well as the tip and fib going into the foot. Yep. So these full on, nah, like if, if I only did that last crash and broke my leg, both my legs, and that was it and didn't break another bone before or after they'd still be as not like pretty yeah, gnarly yeah, yeah, but yeah, because yeah. of everything on top that's yeah, i guess yeah. why i i complained about it and I, I now know i'm not too sure if i've had the fusions done because i just wanted another hospital visit to get more drugs yep. and pills at the time yep um or if it was because i was legit in pain i still don't know that and i'll never know that because i was on so much medication and i made a decision that i don't know if it was like you know to get on that, how does that sit with you at the moment? Couldn't care. You're pretty over it. You don't. Not over it. it. Never was. Never was on it. Because if I put myself on it, I, I don't think I'd get over it. I I can't let it become something that I'm like, oh, what if I should have? Oh, damn. Mm-hmm. Why did I? Why did I? Could have? If I said that different answer, like fuck that. I'm never put myself in that because I did what I did and I did it for a reason, whether I knew it or not. At that point, it's and happened it, now and it's done, and I can't reverse it. Like and at the simple. end of the day, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. I can walk. Like I you could have chosen to cut. Like you could have made some dumb decision. Well, there was so many off. times. I, I feet. I was told that I, you know, there's talks of amputations on both sides at different times. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so it was all there. It was gnarly as fuck. Like it was, it was full on. And you know, it, at the start of the, the double break, I was with my missus at the time, ex missus uh, Laura, and mm. like I put her through fucking hell, like mm. fucking hell. Like shout out Laura, and if you're listening or you hear this or whatever, like fucking I understand what I did <laughs> in that sense. Like mm. it was gnarly, mm. um, and yeah, I deserve everything you fucking threw at me. So. Um, is that literal or? Yeah, fucking oath. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Um, it happens. Yes. So there was that. There was a whole. There was so much around it. And then you know, I, and I guess I was where I was going with that. There was another missus that I had at the end, there and still really good friend, Charles. Like I yeah. put also put her through fucking hell too. Yeah. Um. Luckily, we still. I have got an awesome friendship and I actually spoke to her today on the phone. She rung me. So it's, yeah, it's pretty cool that actually, but you know, uh, same time I did, I put her through fucking hell with the shit I was dealing with and going through and, um, surrounding myself with, I guess. Um, so yeah, I guess again, sorry for that, Chelsea, you know where I'm at with that. We've spoken in mm. depth with all that shit, but, uh, yeah, so you've so yeah, you've broken your legs and now uh, obviously we're sort of at a point you've, you've you've broken some shit, you're you're in a little bit of a fucking whirlwind of fucking life drugs and life and bullshit. Yep. Um you've got your leg fused. Both. Both your legs fused. Okay, cool. Drugs and life are still part of the problem for a bit there. Yep. The the choice to move back to Melbourne. Melbourne, yep. With so this with new Charles, Mrs. Charles. I was with Charles at that point. Yep. Decision. I was with her for a couple of years up on the Sunshine Coast, living up there in Noosa. And it was like, fuck this, Charles, we've got to go back there. I've got to tackle this massive dilemma and mountain that's in front of me that I've caused and made for myself. Yeah. Something I put off for ages and ages and ages um, and decided, yep, let, let's, let's... Did you know... Did you know when you were leaving Queensland that that's why you were actually coming back here? Um, we'd like, spoken about it, as I just said. You like and Charles? Me and Charles would be like, yeah, if I go back there, like when I go back, I'm doing that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's something I'm doing, 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, come back and wasn't sure when I was going to do it, though. Yeah. How soon? All that. Um, yeah, come back, was living with my mum and dad with Charles. And yeah, kind of moved out pretty quick from there because it's just such a small place. Um, and yeah, moved out to our own place, and that was a big fucking round when I decided I'm going to rehab. Yep. Put myself in rehab. Yeah, big fuck arounds there again. Life throwing its shit at us. Um, so I was in rehab, and basically, again, I've spoken about that whole process, but was in there, did 21 day program. Uh, 28-day program, was in there for 21 days. On the 21st day, that's when I, that that whole day was the first day I didn't take anything for like 10 years mm-hmm. for a whole day and, and and a bit. So I knew, you know, like I'd slept and whatnot. As uncomfortable as it was, and then I decided on that 21st day, right, I'm, I'm done, I'm going home. I, I can do this at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of since I got home on that 21st day, I haven't looked back and am killing shit, really. Yeah. Which um, is just now life what in, a year. When I say a... killing shit, I mean just for myself. I'm I'm living again. I've got my family around me, mum, dad, my sister, niece, nephew. Um, I'm healthy. They're healthy. 
got I live with my best fucking mate. Yeah. Um, I've got good mates around me. Like I couldn't really complain about much. So yep. that's when I say I'm killing it. Just my surroundings and the position I've kind of put myself in is yep. what I consider is killing it. Um, yep. Everything else that comes with it is fucking gravy because everything we do is cool as fuck. Yep. Um, so yeah, I bet I could be literally at home or in a in a nine to five job and be so stoked with me shit because I've kind of done what I've done and I guess I've kind of got to own that a little bit more. Yep. Um, because it, it is a big feat. Fuck yeah. Um, it's fucking huge, dude. That that I what I accomplished and whatnot and yeah, I guess yeah, basically I that's where it's at. So now, how 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 long has it been since you've been clean? Now, if we're talking. Um, good question. Three should be months, like four months. When did it come out? Well, not even. It'd be like a year and a m- nah, two months. No, nah, it's more than that. When was it? Like Feb March. Um, you got. You did it. March. Feb March. Uh, Feb. So, it's been. It's nearly been a year and a uh, a, a year and five months. Nearly. Yeah, two, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's nearly next month. It's a year and yeah. a year and a half or whatever. Yeah. Um, Either way, you fucking. But yeah, oh, killing it in that sense. So I'm living clean and all that. So and now basically, you know, since rehab, Borgs has really fucking really helped and pushed in a sense to to give me shit to do coming out of rehab. That was a big thing with you know being in there and you got to be busy. You got to stay busy and kind of. I was Borgs was coming in and seeing me with Charles the whole way through, um, you know, talking to me the whole way through. So he was kind of up to speed with it. So kind of knew what was headed when I was heading out. Mm. And as I was in there, life throwing its shit at me, um, Charles had to move out of the place, our place in Back of Smash, and yeah. move in with you. So when I moved out, I'm, I left and went to rehab living you in backers yeah. and then come out, out of, of rehab, rehab living in mountain in your joint yeah so it, was, it changes all around it was fucking gnarly it, yep. was, it was full on yeah um so yeah i guess yeah where i was saying balls has fucking helped a shit ton like like i really do man i fucking thank you for it because yeah, it's, it's it's fucking something i you know if i didn't have not gonna say i couldn't have done it but if if I didn't have you there, man, like it would have been fucking different and a whole lot harder and there yeah. would have been so many more different uh, challenges and yeah, probably popped up a lot more, more frequent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all that shit. So yeah, man, like you're fucking... Well, I was, man, you know, I say the there. same thing. Like I didn't, like, you know, I was fucking living here sort of by myself. For sure, for sure. But uh, it's still fuck, like, like you, you walked away from... You held me up as much as I've held you up. Yeah, in all definitely, this. definitely. Like there's... You know, but no there, doubt there, there's in no, that. there was no, in I, when I look at it, like there was times there where me and Borgs, we'll talk about it, f- had falling outs yeah. through all these years and stuff when yeah. I was not living here or whatever, was living here. Um, and, ah, shit, I've just blanked out for the first time. Not bad. You've actually that. done pretty well with blanking out. I almost had a few moments of blanking out, but I pulled myself out of them. But you're doing extremely well for Mr. Blank Out over here. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're doing really well in general, just talking and getting everything out and elaborating on things and keeping it in context. It's actually, I'm 
quite surprised I've just been sitting back in awe. Look, we've been going for a while now too, yeah? We're yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's... Yeah, cool. No, that's, that's we're already know, at an man. hour and See, that's what I minutes. mean. How good of a fucking mate to you, like, you know, <laughs> tells me where I'm doing right and all wrong, like, in this shit, because I'm telling you, it's a struggle with me, with me blanking out and forgetting things. Um, and all that and so especially when there's so much going on like I'm thinking of other, I'm thinking of what's next you've got to be thinking of what's yeah, next yeah, where yeah. were we at originally Fully, what so. we're actually talking about what else we can talk about about that without losing what the fuck we're actually talking about it's fucking yeah. heavy shit so can you remember what I was talking about when I blanked out no I'm not gonna lie not really yeah, yeah. we just got onto another topic and yeah, that always we happens went, that always but like, it was it's definitely I guess about I'm at the end of uh, was it with, about with helping each other yeah Borg's helping, yeah, that's right, and just been a fucking absolute legend in that sense, like, yeah, it's it's been a big help, and then not even just with the dealings <laughs> of coming out of rehab and that, just, you know, you, you gave me fucking place to live, obviously, when it was in a shit time and whatever, all that, and we come out, I come out of rehab, living in a different place, and I fucking, you know, thank you for that as well, um, and then, you know, work fucking just keeping me busy man like keeping my mind occupied from all the shit that i could you know i can happily and easily say to this day i've not come close to even having a thought of going oh it would be so much easier if i could just have fucking some oxys and valium or mm. 10 valium and just do nothing and chill and or sleep yeah um i've not once had one of them thoughts this whole time not once you know and lapsing and relapsing was a big topic in rehab Yep. massive I was in there for the drug I was in there for everyone else was in there for street so I, I see where that was a big topic and we're so much easier to slip easier up when it's there and people and all that I yep. was in this on my own yeah this is all me yeah all of it like yeah, you had to get you uh, had to do the work to get your drug yeah I, I didn't give a fuck if I sat in the house by myself for days on end as long as I had that shit with me I couldn't care yeah like, I, yeah, I didn't need to be around the people and have to see people to get it either. Yeah. I go and see the dude on the office chair with the suit. Yep. And he gives me what I want. Yep. So it was very private. And, and I guess I didn't want heaps of people knowing. As much as everyone knew, I didn't yeah. want to be the one telling it. Yep. As much as I was because everyone just had to take one look at me and knew I was fucked up. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that was all that craziness with the drugs and, well the meds and stuff i don't like just putting it under drugs because i know they are drugs and they're putrid but they're not just drugs mm, yeah there's there's yeah. such a topic there like yeah. it's just like people can take that so many different ways and yeah. you know i'm not justifying anything i did at all well, you can take it all sorts of ways but like, it's just it's all like, everything's a fucking drug man yeah so everything can just, be a drug it's like oh, i guess yeah just fucking clear that up before yeah you know people think otherwise but yeah um, so there was all that bullshit and now, now basically, yeah, thanks to Borgs and me mum, dad, sister, big help, um, and a few other surrounding people like I'm, have kept me on track and I guess I've kept myself on track and I've, yeah, back on the bike with Borgs, thanks again, supplying a bike for me to ride, the 108, it's been fucking epic that if I didn't yeah. have that thing around, I would have gone stupidly crazy at some points. Yeah, I think that we both would have. been a big, big saviour. And I still, I, I do, I go back to being like, look dude, like, man, like, I wouldn't be riding with anyone else. So yeah. like, that's right. I've got, and you know, like, no one, no one wants to fucking do this shit anymore. No. And you're the only mad cunt that wants to still keep it real and uh, keep fucking doing mad shit. So it's like... Yeah, that's one to thing me, that's if not I can, changed for me. Yeah, it's like I know that within you and like I also... It's like it's not 
you know, and going back to like, this is almost what we probably now we should start it like from where it started. I like, just want to say before like where it, it started. It so deep. And now basically with up to speed, up to date now for myself, working, working at uh, Talk Motorcycles, yep. like yep. family business, dad's business. Yep. Uh, as I said before, always own moto shops. So yeah, I'm in there with him now. And as well as what I was just saying with Borgs helping me out, like this has been sick the last, let's say, month or two, just going in there and doing what I've been doing and helping out and putting me two cents in where I can and, you know, being knowledge for the things I kind of speak up for is like it's been sick in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and Dad's really appreciative of the help and shit and I just, yeah, I think it's good things to come in that sense and I'm, yeah. I'm excited and looking forward to all of it so yeah and yeah. like that goes back on you can sort of you know like i can see that you can tell that you're enjoying it mm. you can tell that it's good for you you can tell that you're probably meant to be doing it and yep. you know like i've said to you before everyone that knows you and has always been around is like it's what we've always seen mm. and we've always been like well, fuck it. why isn't he doing that yep Yep. And like when we, now that we see you doing it, it's almost like not even that big of a deal because mm. it's like, well, thank of you. Of course, he's meant to be doing thank that. Thank you for doing that. And yeah. like you, you get that. And I guess that it, that's those sort of different things that come. But in isn't that crazy? Ways. Fucking twenty something years later, realizing not that long ago why I went about my life the way I went about it with the working yeah. situation, basically. Yeah. yeah <laughs> because yeah. of one situation when I was a little kid, like. Yeah. Yeah, yep. life's fucking crazy, people. Yeah, life's so crazy. And you got to dig once again, dig deep within yourself to work out these reasons why. Yeah. I think you sort of got to almost elaborate on that fucking story because it sort of is yeah. weirdly important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so how did it start off? How did we? Uh, well, like at the end of the day, like you know, like why you why you don't didn't want to do this your whole life is that sort of what you're talking about? What are you on about? What? <laughs> this is the subject we were just talking about. I've blanked again. It's like work. Your old man's work. Yes. Okay. I've fully So like working. End of the day, like, I, I thought we were talking about the reason you probably weren't a mechanic from the start. Yeah, yeah, that's that's it. Now I'm back on. I'm okay, back we've on. picked I, you up. I, so you just lost again. it. Because I'm like, what the no, fuck has I've happened here? I've lost it, man. Yeah. I've fully blanked out. Okay, all right. We're good, we're good, we're good. Yeah, so... so, so yeah. Th- to, to Everyone story, always... Like, I expected Schmidt to be a mechanic. His and, old man's a bike mechanic. And I've always been good with my hands on, on motors. Exactly. I can get things running, working. I understand that. You're always the first one to have a go at it. You're sort of like, you've yep. always been that thing that's like, oh, if maybe even you get something like that, get Schmidt to fucking have a look at it. Yeah. He's always been that dude. But... And I've gone and, you know, obviously, as I said, I was a chippy carpenter. Um, and that was all due to... Because one time when I was young, I can't tell you when age-wise, but I was young as. And I remember I was in the car, mum, dad, and now today I know my sister was there too because she remembers this story I was telling her only the other day and she reckons she remembers when it happened. Yeah. And mum turned around, she was backing out the driveway, turned around and I was sitting there obviously and she said, oh, Matthew, like, what are you going to do when you grow up? And I straight away said, I'm going to be a mechanic like dad. Yeah, as you do as a kid. As I did, yeah. And I, that's what I wanted to do, clearly, because, you know. And he turns around and he goes, no, you don't want to do that, son. It's fucking filthy work. Look at it. I'm dirty. My hands, they stink. Like, I smell of fuel, like, all the shit. And it turned me off. And it was like, oh, well, if dad doesn't think that's a good idea, I, I, 
I'm going to do what Pop would like and I'm going to become a chippy. Yep. And that that was the decision made there and then, whether I liked it or not. And I've only figured out now that that's why I'm frothing doing what I'm doing because I was meant to be doing this the whole fucking time. Mm-hmm. And it was a stupid little decision that my dumbass young brain made mm-hmm. for me that and I had no control over. But even like, I still find it the funniest thing too, like on just those like moments, like, you know, it could have just been like, your old man could have explained how brilliant that job is on the right day. Yeah, but he's had, had the most cuntest day. day, right? Yeah. He's, and his fuckheads come in and go, "Can you fix me, fucking KLX two fifty? <laughs> I need new tires." And fucking, and your dad's just like, "Fuck off, every cunt, right?" <laughs> and he's fucking got home, and he's like, yeah, "All right, going to get to see me, fucking son, and your missus, and that looks good. We'll go for a drive." <laughs> And fucking hears me saying, I want to be a mechanic like you, Dad. <laughs> and you turn around and go, no, you fucking don't. You know, like, that's some stupid-ass dumb shit. Go and yeah. ride your... Do something else. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, like, that one, that one almost, you know, like, not that it was, like, an angry move or anything, but that one thing has so much impact. Yeah. That one fucking thing. And it's like, you know, like, we don't realise that shit. We do no, not realise how uh, much impact that one fucking thing can have on us for our whole fucking life. And again, in saying all this... Especially at a young coming, age. Yeah, fully. And in saying all of it, coming out of rehab, me and Borgs, since all this, you know, rekindling and coming together as a friendship, mates and that again, and hanging yeah. out day to day like we used to when we were young. Yeah. Um, we've, we've spoken about so much shit, man, and worked so much shit out for ourselves yeah. recently too, like it's from deep. old school, deep shit. And another thing that I suggest you do is fucking find who your good mates are. Find have someone you can fucking truly like be open up yourself to. with. Trust. Yeah. Trust yeah. is a big thing. Open up to, um, feel comfortable as around, uh, as, as comfortable as you can in the most uncomfortable situations. Yep, yep. Um, and, and put yourself in these uncomfortable situations. Fucking kick your ego to the fucking curb. Mm-hmm. D- don't think you got to fucking hold yourself up to be this person. Like, nah, let all that shit go and fucking find yourself. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. it's a good, powerful thing. It really, really, really is. It re- yeah, it is. Because when you, and once you realize that within each other too, you're literally like a fucking powerful force. Like, yeah. Because you just get it. You just both understand. You know what I mean? Like yep. if, like, you know, certain things that we've spoken about, like we can tell, like if a motherfucker's talking to us, we both know when they're like trying to front and yeah. it's like so easy for us to shut that cunt down. It's like, you don't want to be that cunt. No. And and like, that's the power you get when you've got that fucking trust and be able to, you've got, it also comes with like, what are we saying? You've got to know yourself. You've got to get, look so deep. And understand why all these little things like, you know, you thought about that thing was like, I remember that one time that my dad said that. And like, that's why I never did it. Because that one fucking time, like, that's what we're all, that's what everyone's running from. Mm-hmm. Those little things. Mm-hmm. You've got to look deep fucking within yourself and be like, why the fuck did or didn't that happen? Or why did I do that? Or why do I do these weird fucking things now? Cause yeah, man. Like it's, it was only like the other day, I was literally when I was fucking detailing your car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. figured out why yeah. I th- I yeah. think, and I reckon it's pretty spot on because it really resonated and it felt right when I was thinking it and yep. saying it out aloud. That the 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 reason of my medication and the the, the abuse of all that shit for so long yep. was well, yeah, me yeah, yeah. escaping the bullshit. Your OCD, my, in a sense. My, well, not just OCD, but yeah, that 
my, my own brain. Yeah. My own fucking issues and brain. Yeah. Like, that's what they are. They're issues, man. Like, yep. you know, I've got OCD and i got things and I have to do things in the right way. Like, my brain never, ever, ever stops mm. because it's always busy thinking about doing the next thing that I should or need to or want to do or uh haven't even thought of or whatever and my brain's telling me i got to do something about it i don't even know what it's fucking saying like it doesn't stop and i think yeah. when i had the first decent enough dose of opiates oxys valium diazepam all that in my system it's that stopped for the mm -hmm. first fucking time yep in ages mm -hmm. ever mm -hmm. which i think with is, is with a lot it. of drugs like alcohol can do that, yep. weed will do that, and yep. all these certain drugs will, will will do that in the first instant. I think it's like getting addicted to it, and and continually blocking that shit out. Like like you said, those problems are problems. I'll just like say you, that was Carby's drinking in the background. That wasn't <laughs> me slurping my cup. Yeah, fully. Like these are all. Rec oh, I've lost my shit from bloody Carby and 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 doing his licking, but I don't know where I was at, but. It is. It's all just you've got to you've got to look so much deep within yourself. You've got yep. to find out why you do certain things and 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 why 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 you know what I mean? Like we're all very conditioned, and it's tiny little things. Like and it's not mm. it's no one's fault. It's not your parents' fault. It's not their parents' fault. It's like, but we've all come down in these little generation things, and you know your mum's mum used to do this, so your mum did this, and and now and now you're doing that. And, and, it doesn't. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're right ways of handling things. That's like, right. and it doesn't mean that you know because you were taught it that way. Like, yeah, like that's the only way. Yeah, like, open your fucking brain. Just because your dad said, and you know, you hundred percent, you should always listen to what your fucking parents say. Your dad, your dad said, don't be a fucking mechanic. Yeah. Well, he was wrong. Because you should be. Yeah. Definitely. Everyone that knows you believes you should be a Wh fucking whether, mechanic. Whether when he said that, he was meaning for me it, to take it on board how I did 100%. Too. Yeah, I, yeah. I he obviously just made a could decision just... there and then unknowingly, like I said. and For sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the, that's just going back on. There are those, you know, those certain little things. But well, you, um, so your whole, like, you realising when you were washing me car, that whole realisation of, like, yeah. what was the point of it? Uh, you, yeah, you, you took said, the drug to run away from these almost like your head. Yeah, you yeah, want to yeah. quiet that fucker up for a bit. Like, yeah. shut the fuck up. Why am I asking myself all these questions? Why am I doing all this shit? Yep. It's like, that's where I guess attack it. That's where you've got to just listen to yourself a bit. Mm -hmm. Like, and unless that self is telling you to go do some really bad things, yeah. you go, hold on, that's fucking bad. Yeah. But you, and, and most of the time, I'd, you know, it, it probably shouldn't be very bad things. If you listen deep within yourself, unless you're so fucking dark, you can, you yeah, can yeah. end up on that dark place and, and it's all, all bad signals. Yeah. But there's still that little bit of fucking light and you've still got to just fucking chase that light and ignore all that bullshit. Just keep fucking running towards the fucking light. Yep. But... Uh, once again, I'm, I'm losing my train of thought with a lot with this because it's, it's so much. Because they're just it, little points of just like looking with yeah, like this is finding yourself. The reason why I brought it up all of this is just you know the little situations I've come up against recently and figured out for myself, i.e., washing the car and figuring out the drugs, the taking, the abusing, all that. Um, is yeah, find like for one, find yourself. Be able to have find a fucking good person that you can rely on and talk to and trust. Yep, that's another thing to to be able to find yourself. You need that, I think. Yep, hundred um, percent. 
and you fucking look after yourselves. Just but, just mentally. Yeah, and I think and what, physically. Find something that can like relax you and set you at ease. Because I think that was a big thing. You washing the car also made you realise like, like that's your almost... You yeah, know, that's my fucking... You can... You zen. You can zen, zen out, out when there. you're cleaning things when and I you clean can... Because uh, like, my OCD's you know. at peace and that's when my mind's at peace because I'm doing what it's telling me to do or right. wanting me to do. Right. Not just blocking it out. So I've got to... I know how to fix that. I've got to do something with it and I, right. I do now. Like, yeah. I think all of that, understanding what you've got to do what you got yeah. like understand what like, you're here for you, you're here for everyone's yourself. here for so, like you you're fucking stupid if you don't think you're here for something yeah if you're not here like, you're like I'm not here for a purpose and, like, and like there's that voice and I bet you my balls it's been fucking speaking to you for so fucking long it just goes against everything that you've ever knew and everyone would you'd be like oh I can't do that because everyone's gonna think I'm a fucking idiot well fuck them because you're not a fucking idiot that's you and you've gotta just own that shit that's the the deepest and you know uh, I think that's going back to like why we are and we're still fucking we've always been who the fuck we are and we've always been like very out there weird yeah, we're, we're weird as. Ah, we don't give a fuck with anyone. Yeah, weird as. Like, yeah, yeah, definitely weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as kids and that, man. Yeah. Like, really weird as little kids. Like, fucking, we were only talking the other day, like, how, how the voices and the, yeah, the sounds. Yeah, we weird shit. When we were young, like, how we used to talk to each other mm. and just all of it. Like, it was, yeah, it's a spin out, but. I don't know where that come from, but yeah, basically just, we've got to, we've got to stop talking about It's not this. bad to be weird. That's the thing. Yeah, that's yeah. what, that's what we're trying to get at. I, I didn't know that, but until I just thought of it, that is the key. Be as fucking weird as possible. Like, yeah, like listen to big boy and be weird. As long <laughs> as you're not doing, like, as long as you're not fucking hurting anyone or being a fucking piece of shit, just fucking do good shit what was the point again i've lost it again fuck we're getting being weird be weird yeah be, be weird be, as be fu- yourself like be, whether you're weird or you're not be your fucking self find yeah. yourself and do you well do you, what you, you should, need to do yourself should be weird yeah all of it because Whatever normal's fucking think, what normal's it, fucked well, well normal what's could normal be weird, man we don't know what weird nor well we don't know what normal is what's normal the norm you'd be you'd, you'd, you'd yeah. fit into the norm what's happening the yeah, yeah, following yeah, yeah. trends keeping up with that shit like well, you don't yeah. need to like follow a trend Fuck because that. this is out at Fuck the moment that. like you wear fucking jumpers because they keep you warm when it's cold like or you like certain things on yeah okay. yeah and that I don't know I hate the cold but I wear shorts 24 fucking 7 winter because you just because like wearing shorts I like you don't like wearing pants. shorts yeah and it's what Feels good. Yeah, right on. So, anyway, like, yeah, be weird, motherfuckers. Wear shorts at. during winter. All <laughs> uh, respect, respect uh, and I'm not one to wear shorts all the way during winter. So I'm giving a massive shout out to all those mad dogs that do wear shorts during winter because I don't know how you cunts do that shit. Pull man. your socks up, boys. and especially those cunts with like fucking over your knees. Fuck, mate. Like in yeah, footy shorts at like fucking four hundred minus ten degrees, and you're in footy shorts in Melbourne. Fuck off, but, man. Um, That's ridiculous. Borgs, we're still fucking. I guess we're we're peaking on time, Schmidt. We're going hard on time, and we've really not focused on the fact that. Our story we, we together, where we personal, met about one for one, where we've been, what where we come from. Now it's up to, like we've we've surpassed when we first met, in the whole yeah, scheme oh, of things. Oh, of so course. let's go back to that when we first met. 
And I guess we've got to sort of like skim over it lightly. Like we're fucking pushing time here. We're on an hour twenty six. Yeah, but then I, I'm more just like, I don't know if we just sort of maybe get into the next one with that and start the next one with a little bit, or do we just cover it? We've covered a we've lot covered of detail a lot on ourselves, personals. Maybe the next, maybe. But I guess if we run over it, fucking, it's n- there's not that much detail between, like at the. No, I know. No, no, that's right. Shitting me to like, tears, though. It's just I, I don't know about going in an hour and a half, an hour, because it's just like, you know, we want to, we so we want to keep them here, want to keep them. That's what I mean. And, I don't. And I guess it's 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 interesting stuff, but I don't know. I just don't know if people even be here now. Are you even there? I don't know. Are you listening? Who fucking knows? Um, but that's what I mean. Well, fuck them. That's why we give it to them now. And like, I'd rather just get yeah, over it. Yeah, let's just do it now because if they don't want to listen to it all in one, they can fucking press pause and come back to it tomorrow. Yeah, like we've got other shit at the end of the day. Like, and like that's it. Like, it, there's not much to it. Like I said, we we we've put it out in other podcasts. Like, when people have asked us that certain question. What's our story in general? We've actually told our story in. There was like little bits of it in in the podcast we did with Mitch. We've told our story in the podcast we did together last time about how we sort of little bit details. So like, like the truth is we met at what sixteen, seventeen years old through a, through a friend. We through your cousin. Initially, no, like uh, uh, initial the, f- the first time when we met when we were like, co- oh well, true. We've got to tell. First oh yeah, time. but because like, I forget about that fucking time too. Like the first time we actually met was like we were we don't even know maybe. 13, 12, 10, 9? No, we were young as. I'm pretty sure we were like, you know, like I'm talking early primary school days. We were at Tom's and that as young. How old are you when you're in grade four? Tackers. Like, you know, I'm guessing. Well, you start school at five. Five or six. Six, seven, eight, you know, eight, nine. That's what I mean. We would have been nine or ten, I reckon. I seriously reckon we would have been nine or ten, but we would have had encounters years before this because of Tom's birthday parties. We both would. But have been we going did. We to. we prob- that's what I mean by like nine and ten. We were old enough to remember meeting someone. Yeah, 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 yeah. And being like, I remember him, and we we made friends. So whatever year that was when we were in age nine and ten. Yeah. Around that. Yeah. We first met. So Borgs's cousin, um, it what used was my best friend in primary school. Yep. He, he rocked up to me primary school and yeah, basically we become homies and not knowing that Borgs was his cousin at all. I went to a fair few of Tom's birthdays. Which I obviously know. meet Tom being my cousin. I went to my cousin's birthday. He was and always there, clearly. Here we are in the Macca's trains together. Back not in the knowing. Days. Yeah, yeah, all that shit. And then one time, one of Tom's birthday parties come up and we were older by that stage. Right, I think BMXs. it was like a small one. It was like, yeah, it was just you were like the only friend from school friend. and I was there because I was family. Yeah. yeah. And we, we, we liked riding bikes. Yeah. So, so we, we all that. had our bikes there and we were riding bikes around. Yeah. So uh, we pushed up and push bikes. Yeah, yeah. Around the streets of Werribee. <laughs> yeah. Hoppers crossing. Yeah. So I remember rocking up and then, yeah, Borgs was there and I don't remember him from the year before or the year before that or the one no. before that or any of it. So we're just meeting and then figuring out through that day and that weekend that we've already met many a times prior to this Probably. and hung out. But then that was parties. even like, that was fuck all. Like I can't, I, I'm not going to sit here and say I can remember much of that. Other than that, that's it. That's like, me done. And, because, then, because and then you I disappeared out that, of my life. After and that, we, we didn't even realise for a while that you, we knew each other. 
Yeah, once no. we met through Capiris, shout out Capiris. Yeah, Capiris. Like, we, there was probably like fucking years where you were like, I know your cousin, man. It's best friends with your cousin. And I was like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. Like, we didn't know all this shit. We've put all this shit together in, in No, nah, but bro, we times. were going a flight path. We've been yeah. in that. In yeah, Queenscliff. later on, man. Was that after all? Way later on. Yeah, okay. So that wasn't when we were just like younger and I was going to the fucking holiday house with Ben and that. No, nah, we were, were like too. riding fucking yeah, freestyle yeah, yeah. motocross then, man. Doing tricks and shit. Yeah, but Because I'm telling slim. you, like, bullshit... I was I was going to like flight path was early days. I remember going to flight path, early fucking days, like I'm talking dirt doubles in Capiris days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, see, there's that's what I mean. There's been that much of this shit go on in our lives at Mm -hmm. different points and periods and times. I forgot about Capiris ride days, as just in this conversation. Yeah, you know, uh, it's a very hard thing for us to forget about Capiris ride days because they were our life and. Mm. Yeah, all that, but just in yeah, I'm getting lost in it. But. Fully, but anyway, long story short, we've met through Capiris at, at a 13, 14, 15, young, yeah. back in school, 10. year seven sort of times. We're all in high school, so it's like cool. You, your old man went to Capiris's, yeah, something. Yeah, because dad but, again owning the bike shops. Capiris's yep. dad, Pete, had bikes getting yep. repaired and I think that's just, how they met maybe just coincidence I happen to be over it I met Kapiris through school he went to the same school as me we realised we rode bikes together we started hanging out I yeah, think so I was naturally there just there school, uh, uh, it was probably like a Friday and night and I or rocked something. up with me dad because dad yep. I think maybe even brought a bike or parts or something yep. to Kapiris like Pete's to drop yep. him off or from work so I went with dad like dad said come out you know because yep. Pete's got some younger son, a younger son and yep you were there and that's when it all kicked off from I reckon man fucking aged 14 13 14 well I, well wouldn't have been any we were grade 6 and further up, up. so cuz I met Capiris in it grade was actually six. we worked out long ago it was 12 because yeah. we were all turning 13 yeah in the first chunk yeah. of hanging and then it guess it got into like that's we were just mates t- growing up like young kids riding pushies, every day, teenagers every day, like, hanging we out were, every but, fucking again, day. Like this is where we were super lucky. But we also didn't go to school together, though. No, but that's what so I mean. That that's where thing. we were soon super lucky. Yeah, as soon as we get home from school, it'd be like bang. What are you doing? We'd all meet up. We'd all hang out. We all lived in a close enough vicinity yeah. where we could jump on the phone and get straight on our bikes, go to one of another's house, and yeah. meet everyone, and then yeah, go from do there. what we were doing. Like, and that would happen on the daily, and you know, obviously. Shout out to all our parents for being yeah. absolute legends when we were young and kind of letting us rule the, the streets of fucking Mountain Gizzy yeah, yeah, yeah. Road. Um, yeah, so, yeah, we, we were super lucky in that sense because we were so close and we had the, the, the area to ride as such, our BMXs at the time, but then we had the area to ride dirt bikes together mm. and that was all around the corner too and that was mm-hmm. all real easy because we'd just leave our bikes at Capiris's joint we'd yep. just to and from to home on our pushies and we, we were getting ourselves to riding yeah at the age, at young age yeah like yeah, and true. i'm saying this now going wow this yeah, happened same. that's cool yeah i didn't realize like <laughs> i was sort of like fuck true like that yeah. was such a you know yeah like you'd have that one weekend or even just just like school holidays well like 90 percent of the time we'd spend we'd school holidays there. living there yeah but like, it was like, yeah, you just your bike would be there, so you'd be like, 
Yeah. Well, you wouldn't have to be like, Mom, Dad, can you fucking take put a t- trailer it here and ride, take me to a track or whatever. It was like my bike's at my mate's house. I ride my pushy there in the morning. I gear up. I ride all fucking day. I gear down. I fucking ride my pushy home. I eat dinner. I go to bed. Yep. Fuck yeah. Yep. yep. Like, uh, yeah. Like, and don't get me wrong, there, when, when we were in those ages of our, like those age brackets, I guess, we, we weren't just riding every night after school. No. There were still heaps of restrictions. Pushies. From, yeah, pushies, pushies every night. All that, but moto. All the, yeah, there moto, was always nah. restriction on that with yeah. our parents and that was because they were teaching us, motherfucker, you don't get what you want when you Fuck want. Yeah. Like, and when you get it, appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, like, like it was weekends, holidays, sort of. Yeah, or holidays every day, all day. Yeah. But school nights and that, just push bikes. Yeah. No motos until we got old enough to load our own bikes into our own high aces and do what we want. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess... And then, obviously, that happened. And yeah. we got to that point. We all grew up. We all fucking... We all started going out, too, you know, hitting bloody parties and getting drunk and, and doing all the fucking normal kids shit. This is where the question... Teenage shit. I kid. asked you before I personally started ranting on was back to where you were living, 68. This is where we're at now. The party is yeah. back here and, like, 68 was yeah. a massive fucking part of all of our fucking lives. Yeah, deal. yeah, yeah. Big fucking, yeah, just Borgs and fucking one of our other mates had a joint and it was just party central, basically, all the time. Yeah, so just go watch FXT Underdogs on YouTube and watch how gnarly it actually was. Pretty much, yeah. Because we're not going to get into that because that's a whole fucking episode. No, I don't want to talk about that. (laughs) I'm just kind of stating the times and and just remembering where we were. But that's kind of... Back on that timeline. Timeline of it all. And, you know, in that house, we spent... So that was kind of when we were growing up and weren't, I guess focused on riding as a whole as much because we had then girls cars alcohol yeah all that That so that was cooler that was pretty cool at that point because we hadn't had that so you know then people like myself i know i was still pretty focused on the riding matho was but a lot of other dudes yourself you were still on whole and solely film yeah um focus and everyone else had their own deal but alcohol and the party life and the chicks became more Mm. um so yeah, and in that house in that time, it was fucking epic, man. We mm. we did what we want when we want. There was fucking skate ramps in the backyard. We had pi- fire pits. We had dirt bikes. We had dirt bikes on roofs. We had skids. It was just epic, Proper. good living. Like, mm. so I guess yeah, we've always kind of lived pretty fucking uh, on the edge. On the edge, and we're whatever, doing whatever junkies. the fuck we want. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're a little bit of adrenaline junkies, you could tell. You could say, not tell, you could say. Yeah, definitely. And that's what we always sort of did, I guess, in saying that too. Then, like, we, I mean, same time too, like, cutting it short and, like, I'm just sort of trying to push this along because, like, we're just fucking pushing for time and, like, yeah, a like, yeah, little, yeah. at the end of the day, you know, like, we also had our fucking beef. You know, like, there yeah. was a point where, like, huge shit and, like, it could also be something that we get into another time. I'm not going to fucking get into it now because it doesn't fucking matter. But, like, and we're not saying that because we don't want to talk about it. It's just no. It's we're just, very. We're, I'm, cool I'm pushing with that. for time. I don't think this needs to fucking go for much longer. To be honest, like no. I'd like to get up and get a drink and have a piss. And yeah. but like, I think at the end of the day, like, they're, they're, yeah, we we had our we had our beef shit happen. Like, and it did get fucking full on there. But we also like worked that out over time. And and like, and this always sort of fucking happens. But we also ended up coming back together. 
Yep. Because of certain fucking things, like... And yeah, and I think the biggest one was growing the fuck up. F- well, fully. But in the hole, because yeah. I grew the fuck up and got off the drugs and fucking moved back down here and... Well, I'm talking that. before that. Like, I'm talking, like, old school times when, like, we had beef. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to, like, all put in, in names or talk about anything, but when we had 100%. beef yeah. and, like, full-on shit, that all happened. Yeah. And, like, we just got over that because, like, at the end of the day, we had the same fucking outlook on shit. Yeah. I wanted to fucking film sick cunts do sick shit, and you cunts were the sick cunts doing sick shit. So it was like, well, it would be fucking stupid of us to, like, have this little bullshit that we've had. And it was probably one of the reasons we were fighting and arguing in the first it, place, because yeah. we were jamming on the same thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And, like, so anyway, like, we'd got through that. That was almost, like, the kickoff of, like, the beginning of it all again. Like, righto, yeah. we're, we are. We're, we're back on together. It was, let's it was let's fucking, we're at 68. If things are happening here. It's a fucking cool vibe. Let's fucking make another movie. Let's fucking kill it. That's where the whole FXT underdog scene come in. Yep. We sort of started shooting for that. We did fucking different. We went up. We did King of the Coast. We fucking... Travelled around, we yeah, did all sorts of nuts. shit, filming for all sorts of different fucking gnarly shit. And, like, you know, that went on for years, doing all, travelling, going, riding places, fucking hanging out with cunts, doing all sorts of different shit. And then, obviously, it got to the point where that DVD almost was coming to an end. Mm-hmm. We'd made it. Mm-hmm. It was, I, I'd finished that off. At the same time as that was almost coming to an end, you fucked off. Yep. Um, And that was where, I guess, we both took our both ourselves like we didn't we still sort of communicated but it wasn't like a we always knew we always knew that we were always fucking homies and mates yeah yeah after that first reconnection and after the blues and all whatever you want to call it but um so we didn't really have to fucking talk every day to know that yeah this dude if i got a call on him yeah there's probably a good chance that he'll be fucking good to go yeah which was decent enough yeah um and then i guess that, that that's sort of it and then we uh, spent our time apart for the 10 years, in, in including, like, you know, if I was ever away f- filming things or shit in Queensland, we'd catch up, or yeah. certain points when he was down, we'd always sort of catch up. So it wasn't just, like, this 10-year massive gap. Like, we'd still catch up a lot of the times. I, I was away a lot. You yeah, know, I was, and obviously I was, you'd know what I was doing, because I was doing the riding thing. And yeah, there was always, yeah, free fully, riders, and, you know, bullshit, all that, and then I'd know what you're up to. Yeah, and then I guess it comes back down to then it comes back, you then moved back here. We sort of re- I was sort of we rekindled a little bit, and I yeah. was like, "Fuck yeah, look, I ain't doing much. You can come fucking hang out with me. I'm just fucking doing a bit of this and doing a bit of that." Yeah, and I was like, always whenever I come back, I'd fucking catch up and hang out. Yeah. And it'd, most times it'd be you I'd hit up, or yeah. depending on people that you know, again what falling out with on? people yeah. and who was with who and who I was talking to at the time, coming back to all that bullshit. Yep, but um. Yeah, we, we were always in touch enough to be like, yeah, cool. And then when I come back, I'd always, you know, reach out. So I was here and I knew I was here to stay now. I was living. So mm. fuck you. Yeah, of course, I'm going to reach out to a couple of my boys, see which ones are going to, you know, go, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm down. And, you know, sure enough, Borgs was fucking the one that was, yeah, fucking oh, I'm, I'm down to hang out. It wasn't like it was a spoken about thing. Mm. Like, hey, man, do you want to be friends again and hang out again? <laughs> like... Yeah, cool. Mm. I'm down. Like, no, not at all. It was just like, fuck yeah, this is happening, and, and it's 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 happening. Like, we're fucking older now. It's a new fucking, it's a new new time, and and it's still fucking cruising as as good as it was when we we're fucking, yeah, 
16 yep. living the best fucking life we could have yeah fully um and it's no different now it's easy it's fucking cruisy it's sick like well, if anything it's fucking better because we're both adults yeah and we're we can be honest with each other we can talk about things with each other that like fucking i honestly most. even we talk about talking about it that most other fucking people can wouldn't even go near talking about no, some man. of the shit we fucking talk about and just like on a random off topic like we'll yeah. just be talking about some shit and then one of us will go well, what if you think about it like this yeah, and we're both like fuck yeah fully those shows or like just like we're not shy to tell each other that you yeah. know whether you know you're being a fuckhead or you're a fucking idiot in this sense or yep. you sound like a goose for that or yep. walking <laughs> in from being somewhere and going man i fucked up today yeah or I'm a fucking idiot because I yep. did this. Or I feel like this. That's I the feel like this. biggest like, thing. Being ed- able to say I feel like this to someone and yep. trust them with that yep. is huge because most of the time in a whole mate relationship, it's like if you went up to a mate and go, oh, man, I f- feel like shit, your yep. mate's going to go, well, harden the fuck up, mate. Yep. And I-, I get that. I've probably been that mate a lot of the times. but. Yep. That's not how you sort of tackle things. You need someone to have. be comfortable enough to turn around and go, well, why do you feel like shit, dude? Yeah, and, and approach it in a nice enough way that they don't feel like a fucking idiot. Yeah. You know, you don't have to be that fucking cool guy all the time. And, yeah. You know, just, yeah, don't, don't, don't feel like, because if you say be you tough. feel like this or whatever, they're yep. going to look at you and go, be the one to fucking change that. Yeah. Like, you know, like, I guess there's some people that wouldn't get on a podcast like this and say, yeah, I fucking... I do feel things now or like, yeah. you know, like I, I don't care if it's saying those because I don't give a fuck. I, 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 I wait for the day someone turns around and says, you sound stupid for saying that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let me fucking tell you something, dickhead. Yeah. So that's where I like, I guess don't filter your shit really. Yeah. Like yeah. if you feel some way, you know, and someone turns around and says, oh, you're gay for that. Fuck off, man. Or like that, yeah. that's, that's, why do you do that for? Like, we don't do it like that. You should do it like this. Like, dude, who the fuck said so? Yeah. Shut the fuck up. You do it over there your way in your lane, motherfucker, because that's why I'm over here not talking to you. Yeah. Like, it's, if you feel you got, you know, you want to do something, you, you do it. Do it your way. Yeah. Don't be fucking, yeah. And I guess this is just an, you're going to be hearing a lot of positive fucking notes from both of us out of all these podcasts. And mm. I guess when you, when we get on a little bit of a dribble like that, or whatever, that's, that's where that's going. Just fucking, be yeah. good people. Yep. And yeah. On that note, I think we're going to have to wrap it up. We're running at a minute 44 at the moment. One minute. I think an that's hour. one hour. Sorry. Sorry. One hour. I definitely did fuck that up. So oh. if you are still here, we're on you. So grateful. So we're grateful. Like if you, if you have hit it, it in one, one, one hit, like hundred percent, but like, yeah, I reckon it's pretty good. doesn't really matter that it's just long. You can cut it short and come back to it the next day if you need. So, Hopefully it's interesting and it was interesting enough that he's actually like wanted to hang around. I reckon we did not too bad for our so, thirsty. Yeah, I think it was, there's some pretty good. Like, man, we are pretty in interesting there. motherfuckers. Yeah, I just it's sort of it's, it's hard. It, yeah, it. that's the hardest it's thing. So it's hard. like it might not be, in, but to anyone else it might be great. But anyway, hopefully it was great. Yeah, um, definitely. I hope yeah. I just sort of well, I was meant to mention something at, at the uh, start, but if did anyone just mention that? I mean, notice that we were sort of um, peace, almost in the tranquility. Jungle. I don't know if anyone noticed. We're in the rainforest. We're out in the rainforest. It's fucking raining. We're in the shed now and it's raining on the tin roof. (laughs) No, we just had some bloody nice background music so it wasn't just weird. Some ambient noise. Bit of ambience. Um, 
Yeah, but so we're not really out in the bush. We're not in the bush. If you're, you've been hearing birds the whole time, we do we have, have walls had and windows. You fooled, and it's an illusion. <laughs> we do have a house. Yeah. We don't live in a tent. Um, but basically, man, first one. I wanna say fucking good shit. Yeah, we're it was fucking sweet. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, it's 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 fucking good that we're tackling it. I think we did all right. Um, if you're into it, let us know. Yeah, definitely give us feedback on this. It would be much appreciated. Um. Bit of a fucking shout out. Obviously, if you're into it, go get some bloody merch. LiveDieFree.com. That's www.LiveDieFree.com. Um, it's got all your good stuff on. No, I'm not going to make some bullshit out up. You know what the <laughs> fuck's going on at the end of the fucking day. Support your fucking locals and go get some fucking t-shirts. If not, we are trying to... It'd be good to... Well, yeah, we are actually recording this with a video. There is video of this. It'll be on the Patreon. The Patreon is the way to go to fully support us. You can either be like a full tight-ass Patreon. You still get access to all the videos and stuff. It's like five bucks or whatever. And then there's a few other tiers that get pretty much the same shit. That's just you being a good cunt. Or there's a $50 one a week, a month. So you pay 50 bucks US. Let me repeat that. It's US, which in saying all this, the US market, uh, the US dollar is fluctuating quite largely right now. So it's not even guaranteed what the fuck you're paying. But it's $50 US a month and you get a t-shirt plus all the access delivered to your door. So we're doing patron-only t-shirts, which are full limited edition. And yeah, we send them out once a month and you get all sorts of gnarly random rare ones and limited edition ones. And Sick shit. So and get onto that. It's 50 bucks a month and you get a t- a literally a brand new t-shirt every month. How good. Yeah, you couldn't ask for much more. And in saying no. that, if you can only afford Brocast 1... Fucking do it. Support in any way you can. There's no judging. There's no, oh, you fucking, none of that shit. Fucking get Just on Just get there. on it. You get to see the content. Backers. There's plenty of other content on there that you can't get anywhere else. Yep. We put all sorts of, try and do a few behind the scenes and all sorts of different things. So you're actually getting stuff that is only accessible to you guys. Yep. But other than that, we're calling it up. We're hitting about an hour 48 now. We have to be burning your ears. And if we're not, fuck we thank you because yeah, we. Who would have thought that motherfuckers would listen to us two cunts? I tell you what, when we were sixteen and we were jumping our BMXs in the backyard into a couple of mattresses, there's no way we would have thought at in in fifteen years we'd be sitting in some fucking room together talking against some microphones in our own in our in, house in our house talking yeah. in front of a phone and a camera and some microphones and people would actually give a fuck what we think or say, yeah. but we appreciate the shit out of it. So definitely do. In saying that, we're obviously <coughs> going to come back for another one. Um, yeah. We're probably going to be tackling a lot more of the whole mental health sort of topics. We don't know how we're going to hit them, but I guess we'll just start talking about them and see what fucking happens. Yeah. Um, and just quickly, if you like, that's what we're going to be hitting in the next upcoming podcast. So if you liked our flow in this one, that's obviously we'll mm. be flowing the same flow. That's is our flow as such. We'll find it a little bit more when we get into it more, but... If you like the way it went, and cool. If you think we could do a couple of little things, touch on things differently. Constructive criticism. Can, yeah, Give it to definitely. us. Definitely. Anything like that, hit us up because we want to. We can we get We want to uh, change it and construct it in a way that you guys enjoy it just as much as we enjoy enjoy filming and making it and recording it. Um, Hundred. So yeah, just just get in the comments and hit us up and let us know what's all about. Mm, definitely I think I don't even know If you get comments in this This whole thing is all, all Very new to us too So yeah, well, I guess we get, they can get at us. Pretty soon And we do work out The whole podcast thing And we can make it consistent And you are all into it But we are still Mumbling on Let's call it Ladies and gentlemen Thank you very much For coming 
Uh, we will see you next time on the Might Die podcast. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. Stop.